Hello. My name is Hilary Drafts, and I work with FOCUS, Fellowship of Catholic University Students, as a West Area Director. I've been on staff with FOCUS for over 15 years, and I am so excited to be here with you today to help you prepare to lead a small group for SEEK. We are so thankful for your yes. I know that you've heard what SEEK is intended to be this year, but I just want to say again that SEEK is not a digital conference delivered to people. SEEK is an experience that you are crafting for the loved ones in your life, for your friends, potentially your family members. Whoever you invite to your small group, that is the experience of SEEK. And we are happy to deliver you world-class content to help that group be a facilitated encounter with the Lord for each of your participants. And we're so excited uh, that you've said yes to this incredible journey. The goal of SEEK really is that communal encounter with the Lord, that opportunity to accompany one another on our journey. And Psalm 133 verse 1 tells us how good and pleasant it is when brethren dwell in unity. And one of the reasons I am so excited for SEEK is that I don't think we have ever been more clear on our need for unity, on our innate human longing for communion. 2020 has isolated us in ways most of us have never experienced. And what a gift that in February we get to come together and experience the transcendent realities of our Lord, the truths of the gospel, the basic charisma, charisma truths of the gospel preached into our own lives. So thank you for saying yes. Thank you for inviting those in your life to encounter the Lord in this way. We've already had some training on who to invite, how to be courageous in thinking outside the box for those people in our life that need to come to know the Lord. I want to talk for a moment about how to invite them. First, that invitation should be personal. The more you can put yourself face to face with someone or voice to voice with someone, the more likely they are to hear the desire in you for them to come and they will feel wanted and be more inclined to say yes. That likely means for you picking up the phone and making an invitation with your own words, with your own thoughtfulness. That intentionality of speaking a tailored invitation to their life will go a long way with many of your friends. And in the modern world, it's so easy to send text messages and emails, and that's the kind of communication most of us have come to expect. And so I find for myself, I'm actually impressed nowadays with someone who picks up the phone and calls me. And so I think that your friends and family will feel the same. If you're willing to be bold enough to put yourself out there and make an invitation in real time, give them an opportunity to answer you, they will respect and appreciate the personal touch that you brought. One other thing your invitation probably will need to be is persistent. Many people are not sure what they think the first time they hear an invitation. And you might get a maybe response and be tempted to interpret that as a polite no and to accept them at no and, and move on. But I want to invite you to be bold and be magnanimous in your pursuit of these friends to get them to this opportunity to encounter the Lord. It is worth the courage that it will take from you, potentially the awkwardness that you will feel. It is worth that to give this person a chance to come to know the Lord in a deeper way. I can't think of a greater gift that you can give them. We hear stories over and over and over again from college campuses that we serve of missionaries inviting students to a Bible study group over and over and over again. And sometimes it's the 10th, the 12th invitation that that student finally says yes. And usually that person has one of the most transformative experiences in the Bible study. And I've got to think it's because of the sweat equity that that leader put in making that invitation multiple times. So don't be afraid to do it. It could pay off big time.
A lot of things about this experience can seem intimidating. How to foster an environment in your home, how to actually lead the conversation. Some of us think we'd better leave that to the experts. But I'm here to tell you that the bar to entry might be easier than you think. If you have ever hosted people for dinner at your home, you can host a small group experience for Seek. It's, it's honestly that simple. A little longer in duration, but it is no more complicated than hosting a dinner at your home. So we've already heard about how to walk with people incarnationally, how to build meaningful friendships through shared experiences. That's all going to be a key part of how you facilitate an environment in your home, in your parish hall, wherever you are gathering people for SEEK. Even virtually, some of you might be leading a small group for meaningful conversation, for shared experiences and time together, but you're crafting it to be virtual because of the regulations where you live or because of the people that you're inviting and their comfort level with gathering right now. That's great. Continue to use the same principles. You absolutely can create a hospitable environment if you take thought to the experience of your participants as they enter your group and enter your home. When it comes to facilitating encounter with this message of the gospel as we see and experience the phenomenal content of SEEK, I want to give you the confidence that you do not need to be a teacher of the faith, not a world-class scripture scholar, not a theologian. The primary role that you're going to have facilitating your small group is precisely that, a facilitator, helping the encounter the Lord is already seeking to have with each of your participants, helping to facilitate that encounter. So setting people at ease, making them feel comfortable is great. And participating in the small group discussions, inviting them to participate more if perhaps you notice they're being a little quiet or to participate less if they're being potentially a little too talkative. We see these dynamics a lot in small groups. And a couple basic human skills can help you here. One is that as a traffic cop, you may sometimes need to use your body language to help slow down certain talkative members of your group or to invite further participation from quieter members of your group. And you can do this very delicately. Thank you so much, Jane, for sharing that experience. I am really excited to hear about what you did at your parish last week. Does anybody else have something they would like to share in this regard? You can sort of invite someone to participate without calling them out by name using simple and graceful hand gestures and open-ended questions for your group. That's a basic skill. You can do that too. Practice it in front of the mirror. I promise it will feel awkward, but less so when you enter your group. The primary way I want you to prepare for facilitating SEEK is not to worry about techniques for small group leadership. It is not to worry about memorizing the catechism front to back so you can answer every question. Primarily, I would like you as a small group facilitator to focus on your own encounter with the Lord. Primarily, your habit of daily prayer. If you are spending 20, 30 minutes in silent meditation, perhaps praying with the scriptures, every day from now until SEEK, you will be better prepared than if you were to spend a lot of time worrying about your physical environment and worrying about your small group facilitation techniques, but not spend any time in prayer. It is your relationship with the Lord, the disciple that you are, that's what will be most transformative for your friends. That's what will most enable them to follow you as a trail guide to the destination of encountering Christ. When I think back on my own experience in college, I remember some of what my focus missionary taught me out of the gospel or out of great focus formation curriculum. But I absolutely remember the transformative impact that her example had on me. 
It was the life she lived as an on-fire disciple of Christ that was compelling for me and made me want to follow in her footsteps. That is the opportunity that you have to inspire those around you who you are gathering together for the Seek experience. And it will primarily be rooted in your walk with the Lord. So take time for daily prayer. Take time to intercede in prayer for the members that, of your small group that you are inviting. And when it comes to knowing the faith, this can be the daunting part of leading a small group, but I never want you to be afraid to answer a question with, I don't know. I'm going to look that up for you after we get together today, and then I would love for us to explore the answer together. This is a perfectly safe answer. It does not make you look foolish. It does not make you look incompetent. Pointing to the resources of our church, like the catechism, like apologetics websites, pointing to these as a source where you're confident you can go and find the answer to a hard question is actually going to be helpful for your Bible study members, for your small group members. Why is that? Because they don't expect you to know everything the church has accumulated in her teaching for 2,000 years. But to know that you trust that the answer is there, that you believe foundationally that the church has thought through these things with the mind of Christ and has presented the truth for our consideration, if you trust in that and you believe that the answer is out there, they will be moved by your confidence. So never be afraid to say, I don't know, and point to other resources. And then you really can go on an exploratory journey together with them, looking at the treasures and the wisdom of our church. So do not be afraid. The bar for entry is for you to be falling more and more in love with the Lord each day, to love your friends and family enough to invite them to this encounter, to be willing to brave a little interpersonal awkwardness, to put yourself out there, to invite them to come to this chance, to come to say yes to encountering the Lord. That's all you need to do. We are so honored that you have said yes to this opportunity. Beyond Seek, we hope that this could be just the beginning point for you, a launching point to take on deeper leadership in the apostolate, in the mission of raising up missionary disciples for the Lord. But you are not alone, fear not. If Seek becomes an opportunity to facilitate an ongoing small group, we will have opportunities to accompany you. It is a beautiful chance to be in a Bible study and in a discipleship group where we can dig deeper in our own faith in preparation for leadership. So we will offer you those opportunities after SEEK. We invite you to continue accompanying through real friendship, through real shared experiences, all of the people who come to your SEEK small group to continue to walk with them afterwards. We look forward to partnering with you as laborers in the vineyard. God bless.